Welcome to the Lead at Home podcast, where every episode is about learning how to develop our parenting skills to achieve the best for our children. Here are your hosts, Sarah Franco and Jayla Gaines. Welcome, everyone, to the Lead at Home podcast. Today, I am here with my co-host, Sarah. Hey, guys. And I'm Jayla, and today we're just going to be talking about ways to get creative in your home and how you can be creative with your family. So, Yeah, now let me just, okay, major disclaimer here because I am a mega left-brained person. Mm-hmm. Um, I... And I come from a family of left-brained people. Mm, So it's a Uh, struggle. You know, yeah. Yeah. It is not something that comes easily or naturally to me. I feel like Sean is definitely uh, the more creative of the two. And I'm very thankful for him because I've learned a lot from him. But, um, but yeah, so I... Again, like, how do we do this in our homes? How do we lead in this way, especially if it's a struggle and it is it doesn't come naturally? I think yeah. when I think creative, I don't know what you think about, Jayla, but I kind of think mm-hmm. about, so how do we make the ordinary extraordinary? Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. And how do we um, help fuel that in our children so that Mm -hmm. they're some, you know, really kind of independent thinkers. Um, I think even just like with kids, just that whole concept of like letting them get bored enough to get creative, you know, with Mm -hmm. their play where Mm -hmm. they're saying, I'm bored, you know, not feeling like, okay, I'm the cruise director. I need to give you all your activities to do, but give them a little piece of something and let them run with it and Mm -hmm. see what they make from it. Mm -hmm. Um, Kids have a great way of doing that, I think, especially if you give them enough time. Yes, they will figure something out. They do. (laughs) They figure something out. Um, And I remember with uh, my girls, uh, when they were younger, we would watch this show called Little House on the Prairie. Not sure if anyone's... I grew up with it, so it's I've old. It. I've seen it. You have? that show. Yes. It's a great show. It's a great show. I, every Monday night, man, we used to watch it all together. <laughs> but uh, we had it on video for with the girls, and so we would watch it. And when they would go outside to play, they would pretend they were... <laughs> The girls on Little House on the Prairie, and they'd be like picking these things off our bushes and squishing them up, pretending they were making cheese or I don't know what they were, <laughs> you know, they just all kinds of fun things. So, yes. um, but yeah, just giving them that space, I think, too, mm-hmm. to to be creative um, yeah. and not have it all figured out for them, not be in front of electronics 24-7 because I do yes, think that kind of squelches creativity, yes. right? Yes. The other day... I don't remember where we were, but Jordan and I were sitting side by side. It may have been at a park or something. I really don't remember. But we just saw a group of kids, and they're, like, at their prime, like, play, imaginative age. Mm -hmm. And they're all just sitting there with their devices. Like, no one's talking to each other. At a park? Literally, yes. I'm pretty sure it was a park. Because I just remember a group of them. They had shorts on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was at the park. And they were all just on their devices, sitting in a little circle. And I'm like, this is crazy. Because (laughs) at that age, when I was that age, I was dreaming up every game you could imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really think that the enemy of creativity today is like the convenience of just having 
electronics yeah. and, um, you know, VR and all these things that can mm-hmm. take care of the creativity part for you. You just yeah. take it in. Um, yeah. And I know that growing up, <clears throat> my mom would do all sorts of cool things. Like my mom was an arts and crafts girl. Like when I think of creative, uh, that's what I think of. Yeah. Um, t- to her core, like scrapbooking. Oh, and, wow. And, and yes. And uh, like we have like stacks and stacks <laughs> of scrapbooks. Um, I have good intentions. <laughs> I have a box of good intentions. <laughs> yes. Um, and like I remember one project in particular, I guess, that she would always do is she would take, um, she couldn't draw. And so, but I would always be like, like, is there something I can color? Is there something I could color? And so she would take just a blank piece of paper and she would make a whole bunch of scribbles. And then she would tell me to color in the parts where the lines like intersected. And it was always so pretty. At oh, the end. Wow. It's, it's hard to describe, but that's neat. She would always do that for me. And I just remember that being like it would take up a good chunk of time like I would focus on it and yeah choose all different sorts of colors and then she'd help me hang it up on my wall um and that always stood out to me um it was something simple it maybe took her like 30 seconds to do but then it took me like a good hour right and so I love that just thinking of like yeah just thinking of like things that you can do as a parent that will not you know stress you out a ton but your kids will have fun. Like I, I remember going to the dollar store and she would like, we would go and pick out all the little wall decals and she'd be like, just go crazy on your wall, like decorate your wall. Mm. And it doesn't damage the wall. They yeah. peel right off. Yeah. And it's just like, just thinking of things like it, it, it's hard at first, but the more you do it, the more you think of those little things, it just starts to come natural to you. And you're like, Hey, like this and this and this. Yeah. And I don't know. It just really helped me um, it just fostered creativity in our home. And I think it just makes life brighter and it feels more fulfilling. Yeah. And it's hard to explain, but it's just, it's definitely one of those things you have to practice. Like yeah. it's not something that is just gonna, it's definitely like, yeah. there are some people that are born that way who are just like, Oh, just amazing. Yes. But yes. like, it doesn't, it, it's not natural for everyone like that. So it's something you have to practice. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things with Sean, the way he grew up um, and they were pretty poor. So I think it forced them, you know, to be creative with what they had. That's true. Um, And so they would create games from Mm -hmm. things that they had, you know, let's make a game out of this. So he's one of those kind of people that, you know, I think I've talked about this before where it's like, I'm someone who will just, okay, you want to, play frisbee let's play frisbee and throw a frisbee but he turns it into like no we're gonna have this spot and that spot and you've got certain points you can earn and same with ping pong it's a it's not just ping pong it's like okay you do the you hit the ball and then you run around the table and you got hit you know it's yeah. like take it to a whole yeah. new level mm-hmm. uh, you know uh one thing that we started doing as a an extend with extended family actually mm-hmm. the past two christmases um, it's been a really fun memory making thing was we did one of those little like murder mystery oh, those things are so fun. where we love those characters. 
And so we had we would get in our costumes and have accents. Okay, that's crazy. And it was, but it was so fun. And we have so many pictures and just would laugh. Um, And uh, so I think like that's turning into one of those things where it's like now it's becoming a tradition that something that our kids really want to do because they were having fun with it and it's just Mm -hmm. something real creative. Um, and I cannot take the credit for that one, but, um, but I think even like if I think for me, there's some ways where I depended so much on Sean for the creative aspect of our family Mm -hmm. and our home Mm -hmm. where, like you said, it takes practice and you got to eat. Like, I don't think I practiced it enough. I think that's one of those, like, I regret looking back now, not to say I can't now I can do that. But of course my youngest is 16 already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, um, that's something maybe as a grandparent, I'll work on a little bit more. Yes. 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 Um, yes. And there's always ways we can keep growing. Right. Yes. Um, but I think, yeah, I kind of leaned on him because it was something his more natural bent. But like you said, in the end, I think it was because he practiced it growing up. Mm-hmm. He practiced mm-hmm. with what he had and, I was not nearly as imaginative or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and I think too, even allowing like you, I love that your mom did that with the walls, the decals, because mm-hmm. it wasn't something that was going to create a problem or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So whether it is like that, you know, that they've got the, um, paint that's like for chalk that you can. Yes. I love that. Yeah. To even do something like that in your child's room. Um, or to have them help you paint a room or yes. you know, something yes. like that. Um, I think for Caleb, he's very much a hands-on kind of guy. He mm-hmm. likes building things. Um, a number of years ago, now he's one of those, like, he'll find something on YouTube. So this is where oh, YouTube okay. is great, you know. Yes. Find something on YouTube and can I do this? Can I make this? And so I think where sometimes uh, for me... Uh, you know, I kind of want everything just so, or, you know, mm-hmm. I've got to let that go a little bit and realize, mm-hmm. okay, my garage might be a little messy for a bit, or um, it may not, you know, it may cost a little bit of money. I might have to invest <laughs> a little bit and get, yeah, go to the store, take some time to go get him some things. He made a potato cannon. Um, <laughs> it was so <laughs> much fun. Aww. And we... I mean, he used it for his birthday one year, and we have taken it to numerous places. You what definitely is a have to be. Cannon? Oh my gosh, it is! It's cool, and it does sound like a cannon. If it, I will just say, the first time we used it, it's so it's made out of, um, uh, what are those um, PVC pipe? Oh yes, stuff. yes, yes. So it's different sizes of those, and. Um, it's fueled. It has like a little, like, I don't even know exactly what all they have in there, but they basically will spray like hairspray and it, and then they trap it. And so then you're shoving, you've shoved your potato into this cannon and you have that. And then it just, <laughs> and this thing, the very first time we did this, uh-huh. It hadn't been working, hadn't been working, no. So we had our friend Travis over, and he's like, put a little more hairspray in it. So they put more (laughs) hairspray in it and plug it up and hit the ignition switch. It's like one of those ignition switches for a grill, and you use that. This thing 
and it was at night. We did it off our back deck. Fortunately, there's woods behind our house. So, okay. So I flew back there. But it sounded, it did sound like a cannon. You're when you're shooting me. it off your back deck, it sounds like a cannon. And we, you could see the fire, like a little bit of fire there. <laughs> so, I was like, oh my gosh. But it was, it was fun though. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, so it was just this, you know, he had to be creative in terms of figuring out like, okay, it didn't work. So what could I change? What could I do differently? So in that way, he was mm-hmm. being creative and using those kinds so of cool. gifts. He loves to go out and like, you know, work on woods, you know, take, okay, we've got some scrap wood. You know, if you've got some scrap wood and you've got a kid who, you know, obviously you've got to make sure they're safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for a long time, Sean would be out there with him using the different tools. Now he can, at 16, he can use any of the tools. He knows yeah. how to use it and yeah. um, does stuff with that. But yeah. uh, but I think even just letting go as a parent and allowing that creative freedom with yeah. a bedroom. Or yeah. I know there was one time our one daughter was like, I want to paint my bedroom. And <laughs> she literally closed the door and we did not see it till she was done. It looked great. She did, she did a great job. And, you know, and it stayed like that for years. Um, and so, and then she just kind of added, you know, she had a, a couple different colors. And then she did that, like, with her desk, too. She, we allowed her, like, okay, this piece of furniture, you can paint. Mm-hmm. And so she did that. And mm-hmm. she found some washi tape and did some washi tape on her little switch plate. Aww, and so, um, so <clears throat> I think, you know, for a personality like mine that maybe is not quite as uh, creative yourself too, but if you have children who want to be creative, allowing them the freedom to be able to do that. Yeah. That's what do I was those science say. experiments. Yep. Or mm-hmm. what are you going to make out of Play-Doh? Like, I know all the parents don't like Play-Doh. It's like to pain the cleanup. <laughs> yeah, right. But, you know, just allowing that uh, yeah. space to do that. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, when it's not your first instinct to be creative, just like you said, being a facilitator of creativity. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like there are kits you can buy. And sometimes it's not even like, it's not even as complex. I feel like we get kind of caught up in like, it needs to be so elaborate and so this and so that. And it's like, well, no, like creativity is like baking cool cookies with different toppings. And then- right. Letting them help you, like yeah, it's, letting like, them decorate it the way they want. Yes. It doesn't have to look perfect. No, nope. it doesn't have to look perfect. Doesn't need to look put together. Yeah, but it's just kind of just letting them have fun. And then I feel like we talked about this um, in another in another episode. We talk about when we're talking about leading with fun, just kind of getting out of your comfort zone and sometimes just letting stuff happen the way it happens. You yeah. know, um, yeah. obviously you want your kids to be safe and. You don't want things to get too crazy, your house to be <laughs> destroyed. But yeah, I mean, there there are things you can do to make sure that that doesn't happen. But well, and I think creativity, I think developing that yes through practice, whether it's yes. you or your children, really helps them too. Like in Caleb's situation, it really is helping him. I think problem solve. Yeah, it's helping him learn how to do it a different way mm-hmm. and how to think on his own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important skill to teach our children Absolutely, yeah. that they don't necessarily learn in school. Um, like, okay, think for yourself. 
um, we always, we want independent thinkers. Mm-hmm. We want kids to think for themselves, not mm-hmm. to be told like, this is how you have to do it. And, but just to be able to, yeah, you know, think for decisions. themselves. So yeah. I think it, it will serve them well for your many years to come if we do that. Yeah. So. And us too. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And make our, our homes a whole lot more fun. In the yes. Yes. well we hope that you guys learned how to get more creative and to have more fun in your home and just kind of let let the wind take you yeah i'm gonna still work on that one jayla i'm gonna keep working on that um yes but if you enjoyed this episode um we've got plenty more for you to go and check out um you can find us on spotify youtube apple podcasts anywhere you can find a podcast we're there um and if there's anything that you'd like sarah and i to go over and discuss we'd love to hear it just leave it in the comments and we'll try and get to it thank you for joining us today and we'll see you next time all right see ya bye